I'm Carol Hills. This is The World. We haven't been hearing much from Egypt lately, but we will this weekend when Egyptians, frustrated with their government, are planning to take to the streets in protest. They are calling it President Mohamed Morsi's last day in office. Morsi, who is Egypt's first Islamic president, came into power promising major economic and social changes. Now, a year later, he faces discontent. Morsi tried to address that in a speech on state TV yesterday. I did my best with the loyal people of this nation to evaluate the situation. I was right in some cases and wrong in other cases. But that didn't seem to calm his critics. Financial Times' Borzu Daragahi is in Cairo now and has been watching this closely. And Borzu, tell us briefly what's happened in this first year that's made so many Egyptians so angry. Well, briefly, uh, nothing has happened. Uh, The economy hasn't improved. Uh, The uh, uh, state of the infrastructure hasn't improved. The uh, various public institutions haven't improved at all and have gotten worse in many ways, um, as has the economy. Uh, And meanwhile, there's this perception that... uh, Uh, Mohamed Morsi, uh, with a uh, slim, uh, very narrow majority that he uh, gained in last year's presidential elections, largely due to uh, secular uh, Egyptians and liberals and leftists holding their nose and and voting for him over the the other guy, who is a sort of pro-regime stalwart, uh, that with this slim majority, uh, uh, Mohamed Morsi and his allies in various Islamist uh, uh, groups and movements are trying to uh, Islamicize the society. They're trying to put their own people in key positions and uh, change Egypt's uh, cultural identity. Now, Morsi's struck back. He's saying he's working in this poisonous environment. What does he mean by that? I think that he's got a point to some extent in that the country has become so polarized that no one trusts anything he says. Uh, but I, I, I think it is a very poisonous environment, and I think that the opposition has made a lot of mistakes. But the, the main reason uh, for the poisonous environment is Morsi himself and the many uh, mistakes that he has made, uh, key among them uh, last year when he uh, made a sort of constitutional declaration out of nowhere, uh, declaring all these powers for himself. Um, this just really uh, pushed people over the edge. Has he done anything to relinquish any of those powers? I remember at the time he said, oh, this is temporary. No, he did. I mean, he, he pretty much uh, uh, said, uh, my bad. But by then there was a, you know, no one trusted him too much in the first place. But at that point, there was just a, a deep suspicion about what uh, Mohammed Morsi's agenda was, uh, what the agenda of his allies were. Uh, and, and those uh, um, suspicions have only been reinforced by other actions that, have, that they've taken over the last year. So is is the opposition pretty unified? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, They're a total mess, too. And I think that's one of the reasons that uh, many in the international community have doubts about this protest coming up on Sunday. Um, So what if they are successful? What if they do bring down the the government of Mohamed Morsi? What then? What will be the alternative? Who will take over? Just one quick question about Sunday's demonstration or protest. Is there a way for protesters to sort of force the end of of Morsi's term, or is it just kind of rhetoric and but, but there's going to be a lot of people out there. I'm, I'm trying to get a reading on, on sort of the level of this protest and what it really means. You know, it's hard to say. There is no roadmap 
going forward after this protest. There is no mechanism for these protests to lead to uh, the end of uh, Morsi's reign. Morsi was democratically elected. Uh, he does have international legitimacy, and he does have his supporters. So I don't, I don't see the end game, and a lot of analysts that I speak to don't see the end game uh, in these protests. Um, there's also a problem. People are anticipating huge numbers of people showing up, but they're also anticipating a lot of violence. And I've spoken to a lot of people Let's call them swing protesters. Sometimes they show up at Tahrir Square for big protests. Sometimes they uh, refuse to show up because of the fear of violence and so on. I think a lot of these swing protesters aren't going to show up uh, come Sunday uh, because they're not there to get hurt. They believe still in peaceful political activism, and they don't want to be throwing rocks and inhaling tear gas all day. Borzu Dargahi is with the Financial Times. He's been speaking to us from Cairo. Thanks, Borzu. Always a pleasure.